Aziza and everyone else has just gotten to the city of Firelight. Um, I just want to give you a little bit of freedom in the town to do whatever you want to do. Okay. So what do you want to do here in Firelight? Cool. Well, I want to see what there is to see. I want to go see the what there is to trade. Okay. So I want to go to the merchant district and check it out. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. Maybe so, I need some supplies. From what you've said, you, you'd rather just be on your own and do your own thing. Yes. Okay. So you go to the merchant district that is over on the south side of town. The city is pretty beautiful. There are lamps that are set up th throughout the whole city. Um, I think you guys, you guys got there in the morning, so it, it's they aren't lit. But even during the day, they look very nice, and you know that they'll light up at night, and then it'll be a very be a nice a nice setting for the for the city. Beautiful. The kind of market area you go to is on the seedier side of town. Um, but there are all kinds of things. There are shops. There are stands all along the way. People trying to sell goods. Mm -hmm. And the world's at your fingertips. There's an, uh, looks like an old library. There are a couple of pubs. One that looks so, a little more run down than the other. I do recall that we took some scales from the scorpion that we defeated. Mm -hmm. I would like to try and pawn those. So I'm not sure where the best merchant to do that would be. Would it be like a jeweler? Why don't you make an investigation check? Uh, or a history check, I'll let you choose. Investigation. I guess they're the same for you, aren't they? Yeah. They're very much the same for you. So yep. you're kind of making an investigative history check about the scales, I think. Okay. So I only rolled a total of five. You wouldn't be exactly sure where where to go directly to sell the scales. You know that, you know, <laughs> giant scorpions aren't all that common. Mm -hmm. And so they, they should have some value. Mm -hmm. But you're not sure to who yet. Right. Um, there are vendors selling uh, like odds and ends on the street. There is a like a magic wares shop pretty near you. Is there a blacksmith? Yeah, there sure is. There's an armor. Yeah, I want to go there. I tried it there first. You can spot it from where you are just exploring the city. It's kind of a way, it's a little ways away from the other shops. There's the forge and there's, and there's like hammers all lined up and an anvil. Like a smelter and an anvil, yeah. Yeah, and there isn't anybody outside. Do they have a shop? The sign above the door says blue and red steel. Uh, there's the door. Okay, so I uh, go in. A bell rings when you go in, and you walk into a fairly small room. There are armor and shields piled up on the walls, um, some swords behind the desk, and there's a bell on the desk, and the there is like a big tapestry behind the desk above um, some doors that go into a back room. It's like a, a red and blue swirling woven pattern oh, okay there's no one behind the desk hey hello is anyone here <laughs> okay so i ring the bell you're gonna ding the bell <laughs> do it again while i'm not laughing so we can like hear it no no we'll keep the laughing <laughs> you you first yell hello hello no one answers you ring the bell somebody comes right out and it's a dwarf woman and she has long red braided hair and she looks strong and tough. Hello, what uh, what can I do for you? 
Hi, um, my name's Aziza, and I'm looking for somebody who can tell me what this might be worth, or if you would be interested in buying it. And I hold out the scorpion scale. Ah, mine's blue. Nice to meet you, Aziza. She takes the uh, scorpion shells from you. She lifts them up and looks at them. How many do you think you have? Um, I think I have picked up two or three. She spreads them apart. She kind of fans them out. Well, there's nothing that I could really do with these unless I had a lot more of them. And then I could perhaps make them into some kind of armor or shield. But for now, they're just kind of pretty. And she like moves them in the light. Mm-hmm. They kind of have like a black shimmer about them. Hmm. You might try across the street. Uh, that uh, wizard hippie over there might find some kind of use for him. But uh, she hands him back to you. I could certainly, maybe I could interest you in some of my wares. I'm a sorcerer at heart. Do you make robes? I don't make robes, but I might have something you might be interested in. And she goes back in the back room really quick and she pulls out a couple of things. And she puts on the table a belt and two stones and some scrying bones. What do the stones look like? And what are scrying bones? So you know they're scrying bones because she she pulls out a pouch and dumps them onto the table and they have like little symbols on them and they look like they're made of bone. Okay. And she goes, these are the things of magic that I have. I'd be perfectly happy to trade if you don't have the gold for, for such things. But I don't have a, have a great use for them, honestly. And, you know, if you're a sorcerer, perhaps you can do more with the magic in them than I can. Can I make a perception check to see what the stones, what is magical about the stones? Yeah, I would make an arcana check, maybe. Okay, or, an arcana check. Yeah, make an arcana check. So I rolled a 20. You reach your hands out and you feel a magic power pulsing out from the scrying bones that's really subtle, but reaches really far. Like it goes out. You can tell it goes out past um, the building you're in. Wow. It's not like a powerful, like dangerous magic. It's just like a subtle, far reaching magic. Hmm. Ah, yes, you see the scrying bones here. Uh, I I could never get them to work, but they're supposed to help you out with answers or or omens. I'm not sure. I, like I said, couldn't get them to work. She points to the belt. Uh, This belt, I bought it off of a merchant a while ago. I've only used it once uh, when when I was traveling as as a young lass. It gives you temporary strength for for kind of like a one one off feat of strength. You can use your intuition or your gravitas with others to gain inner strength. Uh, so this belt, once per day, the wearer may substitute their wisdom or charisma score for their strength score when making a stat check. If you need to make a strength check, you can substitute your charisma or your wisdom uh, stat. Okay. And she goes, and then last, the stones. Uh, they're, you, you might have heard of them. They're stones of far speech. Uh, you can talk to a friend from far away. Honestly, I, I never use them. Hmm. And it's like, so it's like two stones that work like a walkie-talkie, basically. Right, okay. I just remembered that I had something else on me. So I want to pull out the green broken dagger that I picked up. Yeah, okay. You have a green broken dagger that is in your bag. You set it down in front of her, and she goes, hmm, is this? And she picks it up and turns it. 
This is an Olrarian ornamental blade. You can only get these quite a ways across the world, but they're not supposed to break. And she holds up the dagger and lets go of it a little bit above the desk, and it sticks into the desk. She grabs the, the end of the hilt mm-hmm. as it's sticking into the desk and bends it towards her. Mm-hmm. And you see the blade bend. It bends really far, and she lets go, and it springs back into place on the desk. This is quite interesting. Let me just check one thing. And she like reaches down under the desk and pulls out um, a small pouch and opens it up and there's like gray powder in it mm-hmm. and she pulls it out and like takes the blade and, and sprinkles some of this gray powder on the blade and it sparks up and turns red mm-hmm. well it's definitely got some magic in it but do you know what kind of magic is in it no i don't well i'd be willing to make a trade and she sticks it back into the desk which you can see now has tons of pockmarks where she's clearly done this thousands of times <laughs> I'd be willing to make a trade straight across for one of these. The dagger for only one? Yes. If you don't know what the magic does, all I can really do is study it till I know it. Plus, it's broken. I haven't had time to study it, and I wanted you to... I was wondering if you could fix it. I I, I would need to wait until my uh, one of my eldritch knight friends came by, and that's only once in a blue moon or once every couple of years, really. I don't have the knowledge to to fix this on my own. Since I don't use any of these items on the table, I'd be perfectly happy to trade you straight across. So how much gold do I have, or silver? Um, You have 20 gold and 80 silver. You would probably know that each of these magic items is worth probably at least a couple hundred gold each. A couple hundred gold each? Yeah, these are what? these are not these are not n- nothing items. I still have to go across the street to the magic shop. God damn it! Um, she said she'd be willing to trade you straight across for one. So there's the stones of far speech. That's maybe less valuable. The scrying bones, which she said don't work for her, and the belt, the champion's belt. Hmm. You know, I'd be happy to trade with you later if you'd prefer we don't have to make this now i'm not in a rush nobody else is wanting these items that i just have laying in a drawer thank you i'm gonna go across the street and see what they will give me for my uh, scorpion scales i understand completely i i hope to see you soon thank you you take your dagger back and you head out the shop as you leave the shop an overwhelming feeling of deja vu hits you um and it's something about um the smell of the air you get a small feeling of flashback from you as a child playing with a young dwarf girl with red hair, much as uh, Blue in the shop there had. Definitely a different dwarf. They're not the same people by any stretch of the imagination. Uh-huh. But you just get this flashback of playing with this redheaded dwarven girl in somewhere that was nice and safe. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you walk out and you go across the street. There is an, a shop and it says the Bright Hourglass. Okay. And you walk in and there's no bell. This shop, in contrast to the neat but compact shop of blues, this shop, the the Bright Hourglass, is totally strewn. Ingredients and potions and everything all over the place. You realize that this is your friend Rami's shop. Rami's shop? 
yeah, you walk in and this is his shop. It's laid out exactly the same. The stuff is on the tables is all different, but this building is that building. Uh, we're in a totally different town. What town were you in? Or are we? Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I don't remember. That is the story of your character. Your character didn't remember either. Okay. I, you didn't remember. Your character didn't know what town you were in. No, she didn't. I don't know what town she was in. I don't know. As you're kind of standing in stunned silence, a man in robes walks uh, through like a swing door that, that comes into the room from the back. And he's carrying some scrolls and he looks at you. Rami? And he's a wizened old elf. You don't recognize him. And he goes... Uh, what, what can I do for you? I'm very busy. And he like sets, sets down the scrolls into a box. I am looking to sell these scorpion scales. Okay, let, let me see, let me see. And he like ushers you forward. Okay. Or, or motions you forward. And he takes the scales and he, and he fans them out much in the same way Blue did. And holds them up in the light. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd give you, uh, I'd give you 30 gold apiece for these. These would uh, would go well, my anti-crossbow potions. <laughs> and uh, he's kind of like uh, whispering to himself. Mm-hmm. And he's almost ignoring you at this point. He's like turning them in the light. Is your name Rami? Um, n- no. My name's Althean, and uh, I don't know anyone named Rami. He like scratches his bearded chin. Why? Why do you ask? Do you know someone who looks like me? No, I just, this shop is very familiar to me for some reason. I feel like the person, I knew the person who owned it before and his name was Rami. Uh, this shop was handed to me from my father, Onello the Elf. And, uh, he lived to be 307 and I'm 208. So, you know, we've been the only owners. Are you sure you aren't thinking of somewhere else? I don't know or remember. And he shrugs and then reaches down uh, behind the desk and and pulls out 60 gold. And he goes, uh, here you are. Now, is there anything else I can do for you? And he like put starts packing the, but without even really asking, he starts like packing <laughs> the. Uh, hey, I thought you said you were going to give me 30 gold each and I have three. Uh, uh, that's right. I'm sorry. And he pulls out another 30 gold and puts it on the table. <laughs> so be it. So, do you want to do anything else? Uh, Is there anything else interesting in the shop? The behind the desk, there's like the desk lifts up, so you can go. You could go behind it. There's like the desk separates the room into two parts, basically. Okay. Behind the desk, there's kind of like a swinging door, and then like a, a closed door with a window. Okay. And you can look into the back room, and it's the room where you were where you sat eating soup, um, that Rami's wife offered you. It is that, it's that room. Is it okay if I go out the back door? (laughs) I'm sorry, no customers allowed in the back. I'm just gonna leave. I'm not gonna stay. You can watch me walk out, just into the alley. He, like, is very confused by, by your behavior. You can go into the alley from the outside. You don't need to go through my shop. Ah, fine, so be it. So I walk out the front door and go to go around the shop. If this were a movie, you would see him as you walk out mutter, weirdos. <laughs> okay, so you've uh, you've gained 90 gold. You you go out of the shop and 
go around the corner. Um, it's a little bit of a ways away because this building is kind of connected to the other buildings. And you go behind the shops, and um, the alleyway looks extremely familiar. Um, it's the alleyway where you were uh, watching the, the boys in that gang. Can I? I'm going to follow it to where I thought the jewel was dropped. Yeah, so you go down and turn your head around the corner where you did that before, and you walk down the alleyway. It's an alleyway. There's nothing out of the ordinary here. It is that alleyway, but, you know, nothing looks out of place. Well, eventually I turned the corner, right, and that's where the boys were, so I want to try and find that. You walk down the alleyway to that corner, and you look around the corner, and it looks the same as it as it did. And there's nothing. It's it's the alleyway. It leads out into another main street beyond. I guess I'm going to go back to the armorer then. You walk over to uh, Blue and Reds, and you go in, and do you ring the bell? Uh, she's not around. Yes, I ring the bell. Okay, so <laughs> she she comes back out, and uh, she's like, oh, oh, uh, Aziza, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Uh, are you ready to make a trade? I am, yes. All right, so you pull out the green broken dagger. She pulls out her box of uh, miscellany. I'll take the bones. Suit yourself. She puts them in a the little uh, purple felt pouch, hands it to you, takes takes the green dagger from you and drops it on the table again and it like sprawling <laughs> and she's like examining it again is there anything else i can do for you no i think that's it for the day i think i need to take a walk no problem no problem at all thanks very much uh, tell your friends tell your friends and she, uh, <laughs> you you leave the shop with your new bones okay your new bones is crying okay so um here's what the bones can do uh, your character wouldn't know this necessarily, but I'm going to tell you so you have a little bit of knowledge of when you can use them. Okay. Once per day, the bones can be used to scry magic. And that means that you can ask a yes, no, or maybe question to the fates. Okay. There are three bones and they're carved. Uh, you look closely at them. They're, they are like long finger bones that are bigger than any people bones. And they have two sides, a happy and a sad face. Hmm. The happy faces, if, if you roll all happy faces, it basically means yes. Um, if you roll all sad faces, that means no. And anything in between means uh, maybe. And so basically you'll, you'll be asking me this question. Okay. So I, you will ask the fates or me a question at once per day. You can use them and roll the bones. I will tell you how they turn out. Okay. After that, you examine the area as much as you can of what you can remember. And as far as you can tell, it doesn't quite look the same. It is the same building and it's the same alleyway and the same street that you were in before. The same street where you chased the boys. I think I just realized something. What's that? How old am I? You are, uh, I think you're around 20. Okay. But I'm, like, actually around 20? Like, I'm a tiefling. How old do tieflings live to be? They are human. They they age at the same rate that humans do. And okay. So I am 20. Yeah, you're. I think you're 21. That's what you put in here. And uh, you are. Okay. Yeah. It's the same area, but, like, it's clearly not the same. It's not the same because it's not owned by the same people and it's like anywhere if you go back to it after living there or something uh it, it's changed a little bit even if mm -hmm. it's the same place right and and you get that same feeling hmm. okay 
So unless there's anything else you want to do, I think that about sums up your uh, your day in Firelight. Yeah, I think that's probably good. 